0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
1: Speaking of government, uh, one of the conversations we've had in the last five weeks or so is our government's ability to respond to Snowstorms, of course, we had that early December snowstorm. We had one right before Christmas as well. Uh, In case of the first one, uh, there were some folks uh, who had a 12-hour commute uh, heading home. Um, Daniel Fontaine is one of those um, city councillors. He's a New Westminster councillor who uh, has been advocating for a snow summit. So far, up to my understanding, it's been crickets from Victoria. But uh, Mr. Fontaine will be uh, presenting some ideas at New Westminster City Council today. He joins us now. Daniel, thank you for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me on, Jess. So what
1: will you be discussing at tonight's Council?
0: So I put forward a motion to New Westminster Council, which will be debated later this evening, which hopefully will kick start a process at Metro Vancouver. And the motion basically is broken up into two parts. It's asking our representative, who happens to be our Mayor, who sits on uh, the Metro Vancouver Board, to hopefully work with, say, Councillor Linda Annis, who um, has supported and been working with me on this particular file, to get the snow summit underway and to get going in terms of trying to get answers to what happened and didn't happen on November ninth, that impacted so many commuters, uh, commuters that, that night. And so there's a, a part of the motion that speaks to that and hopefully gets Metro Vancouver engaged. The second part is um, we have a beautiful facility here in, in the downtown New Westminster, it's Anvil Centre, and it could definitely accommodate the snow summit. And I'm encouraging um, my colleagues to not only support the motion, but perhaps put forward Uh, anvil center as a location given it's right in the geographic center of the lower mainland and it could definitely accommodate uh, some discussions on uh, what happened November 29th and hopefully we can get some answers.
1: What do you wish to accomplish uh, in a snow summit if one were to go ahead?
0: Yeah it's basically to answer and I'll be speaking to that tonight in council to answer the unanswered questions about uh, why just a small amount of snow that we had that evening so disrupted our economy, it so disrupted the lives of literally hundreds of thousands of people, how it was able to bring us to our knees in terms of our our, our transportation networks. These are pretty fundamental and, and serious questions that, to my knowledge, as you said, I'm hearing lots of crickets, so I'm not hearing lots of answers. Uh, they're still outstanding. And I know we've moved on, the snow has melted, and, and perhaps some folks are hoping that we just Stop talking about it. But I think, you know, we're still early in this winter, and we could still get snow into January, February, and even into March, and then beyond that. And uh, the people who were so impacted by this snowfall and the the resulting gridlock, they deserve answers. And to date, we've heard absolutely uh, nothing, in my opinion, in terms of providing concrete responses as to what actually happened and and, uh, how we can prevent it from happening again.
1: Now, look, some people listening to this are going to say, wait a minute here, Uh, Daniel Fontaine, and you too, Jazz Joel, you complain enough about all this, but at the end of the day, it's personal responsibility. Get winter tires, number one. Number Mm. two, if you can't drive or don't have experience driving uh, in these winter conditions, you shouldn't be on the road. What do you say to that argument?
0: Well, uh, they're both good arguments, but what we saw on November 29th was somewhat, in my opinion, unique. I, I have not seen a snowfall that has completely shut down major bridges, that completely has shut down people's ability to get from point A to point B in, in you know, less than 12 hours when it normally takes maybe 60 minutes. Something happened that night, and, and our response to that snowfall was, um, many have referred to it as an epic fail, and yes, we have personal responsibility. People should have winter tires. You shouldn't get on the road if you're not able to drive in winter conditions. Those are all, I think, relatively understood. But it went beyond that. We've had snowfalls before where these conditions have happened, where people have not had winter tires. It hasn't shut down the entire economy in the entire city. What I'm getting at and in tonight's motion is to try to begin to understand if there were just perhaps some unique circumstances and it'll never happen again. And if that is the case, we move on. But I have a feeling that there could have been a better response and, and based on the amount of emails I've received and phone calls and conversations on the street with people, They've had a lot of really interesting suggestions and ideas and, and theories as to what happened, but right now they're all theories, and we don't know until the experts get in the room and we get uh, get some answers as to what happened.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. When we talk about summer, uh, and, and I've talked to uh, your mayor in Westminster, Patrick Johnson, in the past, and he's very really knowledgeable on the issue of cooling stations and dealing with the summer heat, we mm-hmm. seem to not be as enthusiastic, and there about other responses as well, uh, but we seem to be less enthusiastic about dealing with winter storms storms, which, uh, as you say, impact uh, not only people, but the economy as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you make a really good point on the heating, uh, the cooling centers during summer. So we do put a lot of emphasis on that, as we should. But when it comes to these type of winter events, you know, oftentimes I've heard people just say, well, you know, slap on a pair of winter tires and all all the problems will be resolved. I wish it were that simple. Uh, we saw major uh, bridges like the Portman and we saw, uh, you know, bridges like, and, and the Dees Tunnel and other uh, bridges that were, Alex Fraser, shut down. I mean, they literally, people could not get to and from uh, one place to the next. And I'm concerned when this happens again and we get another snow event that it's going to be a bit more serious because we might not have a fire truck make it out to um, to a building that's on fire or an ambulance might not get to somebody in time because, we're in traffic gridlock, and I think the public expects that our collective Metro Vancouver leadership and the Minister of Transportation um, would have a, at least a modicum of, of interest, uh, uh, maybe a bit of interest in finding out what happened, and uh, without it being a blame game, but maybe uh, looking at ways to prevent it in the future. And I'm, I'm actually I'm actually quite dumbfounded, Jez, that we've had uh, so little uh, response to just a simple request of having public officials come into a room and, and answer some questions.
1: I think it's our West Coast perspective as well. I put, put away my winter jacket, by the way. I know it may snow again, but I got a lighter winter jacket. I go, okay, the worst part of it is over. But, you know, I probably jinxed myself in the whole region just by doing that.
0: You have absolutely jinxed it. I have lived here long enough to know, Jazz, that uh, it, it definitely snows in February and often around Valentine's Day. So you better get your winter coat uh, keep in handy. There
1: you go. Daniel, thank you so much for your time, my friend.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on.